Hallelujah. Woo. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. You know what that means? Bless the name. You may turn that down a little bit. <clears throat> I am not responsible. You better turn that down just a little bit more. <clears throat> I am not responsible for getting exciting, excited up here and jumping around and yelling. This is the man that does it <laughs> with the music. It's your fault. It's my fault. Glory to God. Well, before I start, uh, I've been asked to let my family stand up. <clears throat> so let them stand up. And y'all turn around and look at them. Please stand up. <laughs> I would introduce them, but it would take a little while to do that. <laughs> Thank you. We, we are ch children of God. The good news is is that before we received Jesus Christ, well, before we received Jesus, we were not children of God. We were not direct creations of God. But now we've been born again, and we are direct creations of God. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> I don't get to do this too much in the United States, so please forgive me, okay? <laughs> We have scripture, but sometimes what happens to me, I get so excited, I forget to read the scripture. <sighs> Glory to God. A little boy asked his father, he said, uh, does, does God see everything that, we, that I do all the time? And the father said, yes, God loves you so much, he can't take his eyes off of you. Hear that this morning. Susan, <laughs> he can't take his eyes off of you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ruby, I, I, I know these people. That's what I'm speaking of. <laughs> That's a, think about that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, uh, you don't mind. I may come down here a little bit. The light's bothering my eyes. You can see me. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You have blessed my family immensely, this church. And I, I, it shouldn't be about you guys, but it's about Jesus Christ that dwells in you and the fact that you prayed us from death to life. <laughs> but whether we live or we die, we are the Lord's. You know, the death of Jesus Christ was not a tragedy. It was an accomplishment. And it was a victory for all of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm reading from John 10. You, 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 we know this. A lot of us know this really well. Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up some other way the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. 
Oh, yeah, you can stand up. Please stand up for me. <laughs> I told you I'm not, I'm not polished with this. But this is the word of God for the people of God. This is the word of God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. His sheep know his voice. They, his sheep can hear his voice. Boy, that's a lot deeper than what you think it is. Yet they will not, they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I'm the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Who's left out? <laughs> Do you know there are ten doors in the temple? In the, in the temple that uh, Zerubbabel built, uh, the Ezra? There were ten doors. Which door didn't have a latch on it? Does anybody know? It was the sheep door. Hear that? Hallelujah. There's no latch on the door. You're not locked out. It's open for you. It's freedom for everyone. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Get, let's get with this. Yes. Our church our denomination is under attack, but we are not under attack because we have the King of kings and the Lord of lords who dwells in us, and we have his living word. You want to walk in the power of God and the peace of God and the strength of God? Then walk in the word of God. It's our authority. It is perfect. It is unerring. Maybe not in this translation. <laughs> you have to keep me on track of where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> he said, I'm the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life that they may have it abundantly. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, hear this, a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep, and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is not, he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep and am known by my own. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Jagwapa. Did you understand what I said? 
Jesus said, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Do you realize that he said that seven times in the gospel? Come on. Why are you telling me to hear? I have two ears. Maybe I'm deaf. Everybody got two ears here this morning. Anybody got three ears? He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. He wrote seven letters to the churches that are, not, that are historical in the book, in the revelation, not revelations, but the revelation of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. He wrote seven letters, and in each letter he said to the church, He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. What's going on here? <laughs> I thought everybody heard. Yeah, he's not talking about the physical hearing. He's talking about something else. Think back. In the time when Jesus walked this earth, there were 300 prophecies, that more than 300 prophecies about his first coming. It had already been written. It had already been spoken. And yet when he walked before the ones who said they knew, they did not know him. And even when he said, I am, they did not hear, I am. They heard blasphemy. God help us. When someone tells you, when someone tells you that Part of this book is no good for us today, that it is antiquated. They have not read this book. When they tell you that the book of Leviticus is not, a, not for us because it's all about all those sacrifices, all of that blood, they have never studied the book of Le Leviticus because it's about the holiness of God. Come on. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Jesus said, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. The word in Hebrew for hear is shema. Okay, now I know you're, you're thinking, here he's going to try to teach us Hebrew, and we don't even know English very well. Come on. <laughs> I don't know Hebrew. I know some words. Shema. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Ehad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, the Lord thy God is one. But I don't want to concentrate on the one because we could talk about it for a long time. Let's look at Shema, the word Shema. If I wrote it out for you, I could, I could explain it conceptually to you. It means to see the name. To hear, literally, in the Hebrew, using the letters which are conceptual, means to see the name. I'm going to see the name. Who is the name? Yesh, Yudhevahe, right? I hesitate to say God because it depends on what, where you are. And you say God, they may think you, you're talking about Allah or Ganesh or somebody else. When you say the name, see the name. Think about that. 
To hear in Hebrew, look it up in your, look it up. Look up the word. It means to understand and to obey. To hear in Hebrew means to obey. So when he's saying, he who has an ear to hear, obey, understand. So how does, how does understanding come? How do, we, how, do we, how do we know anything? The word says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay, I know you know that, right? Come on, hear it. Here's what he's saying to you. You want to be able to walk into a place where they're shooting at you because you, God has called you to that place? You want to go where they're after you because you believe in Jesus? Without any fear. See, this is what it is. Faith comes by hearing and hearing God. Hearing the Word. The Word is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. You know what it is that God places above His name? Guess. That's what it says. Psalm 138. God has placed His Word magnified his word above his name. That's serious stuff. But that we know the truth of it because in the beginning was the word and the word was God. And who is the word that was in the beginning? Who is the word that became flesh and dwelt among us? Who is the word that tabernacled with us? Come on. Jesus. Come on, let's go. if you get excited, then people around you will get excited. When you leave this place, you will be overflowing with the excitement and the power of God. And you won't even have to speak the word because the Holy Spirit in you will be bubbling over for, from you. We want that, don't we? Come on, this is not a, this is not a self-help gathering here this is not about how you can get better and do better and make more money and be more successful this is how you can die and bring life glory to God Woo! I only get one shot at this so see you know <laughs> oh Lord My sheep hear my voice. Bad. <laughs> Some people don't like to be referred to as sheep. Why? Sheep are dirty, are they not? I, I lived on a farm. Okay. They're smelly. They got stuff running out of their nose. <laughs> And they're stupid, are they not? <laughs> I taught my children not to say stupid. So they'll tell me after, you said, Dad, you've already gone to cussing. <laughs> so I had a, uh, there was a professor in, I, I wasn't in this class, some years later. His name, he was a professor of the psychology of religion. That's, Megan knows all about psychology. That's written in brother psychologist right and so he was a uh, uh, big thick glasses balding head monotone voice 
When he spoke, I went to sleep. <laughs> so one day in his class, a person got up, and I'm not, not, I don't want to stay away from gender because I don't want to get in trouble, right? But a person got up in class and said, because he had said that we were sheep. And this person said, Dr. Stewart, I resent the fact that you refer to us as sheep. They're dirty, smelly, and she used another word for this, but they have real runny noses. They wander, they get lost, they're helpless. And he looked at her, he put his arm down on the pulpit, the, the, the podium, and he rubbed his head and he said, well, that's too bad. I don't see a clock around here. <laughs> I can't see that, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, man. God, help us. Help us to hear. You, you, you understand what I'm getting at. It's not... Well, you, you, these scribes and Pharisees, they had memorized the Torah. Do you understand? I did that to John Pierce one time on riding to, uh, back from New Orleans. And I kept saying, Intendi. And I kept saying, do you understand? Do you understand? He said, if you say that one more time, I'm stopping the car and letting you get out. <laughs> well, what I was trying to explain, I've, I've been in Brazil. And every time I spoke in Portuguese, I always asked the question, do you understand what I'm saying in their language? That's what I wanted to know. I wanted to, you know, so if you understand, yes, if you don't understand, go like this, you know. But anyways, so. Whew, thank you, Lord. We want to be able to hear his voice. But it means not just the physical hearing of the voice. It means that we understand by the power of the Spirit of God. Help us, Lord. Help us to hear. Help me to hear, Lord, today. Help me to hear what you are saying. So hearing in terms of understanding and obeying. That's what it means. Shema. It means to understand, to obey. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Help us, Lord. Help us hear what you're saying about every circumstance that we're involved in or we will be involved in in the future. We don't want to do what we want to do or what we think we should do. We want, we want to do what you, Lord God, direct us to do because we are your body. We are your sheep you have formed us, you have made us, you have filled us, you have redeemed us, and you have saved us. Hallelujah. We are here for that purpose. Whether we live or we die, we belong to the Lord. Hallelujah. See, our life can mean something even in our death. Can you hear that? I just got back from Virginia to a funeral there for a young man, 51 years old. Some friends of mine, their son, went, passed through a terrible time of cancer. 
But if you were there and heard the testimonies of the people who got up and said, He worked with me for 10 years until finally I received Jesus Christ as my Lord. If one person comes to know Jesus through us, hallelujah! Glory to God. We need to see this. We need to understand this. This is the purpose of why we've been given breath. Come on. Yes. Now, how we live that out is, you know, I'm not saying you can. Every one of us here, every young person here, where you are. Come on, let me tell you something. This God that I worship, the one that has filled me with this Holy Spirit, I have walked in situations where they have shot at me, but they never hit me with a bullet. Hallelujah. But if they did, if they did, my death would be to the glory of God. You think, I, I know, you think he's just saying that. Let me tell you something. You don't know until you sat by the bedside and your wife was dead. Dead. And I said, God, be glorified. I praise you, God. And he brought her back. He could have let her go. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. But... That must be the countdown. <laughs> when that thing runs out, I'm going to be raptured. <laughs> Anybody else here? If you're here, you ought to get worried. <laughs> then you can play any kind of music you want to play, right? And you can preach as long as you want to or preach as less as you want to, right? Because you'll be here, and I'll be there. Glory to God. <laughs> Somebody asked Becky, said, when you were dead, eight minutes. Come on, that's, that's a long time for, to be out. Did you see heaven? Did you see it? She said, I didn't see anything. And so... <laughs> She thought a minute about it, and she said, I figured it out. If I'd have seen heaven, I wouldn't want to come back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Praise his name. All right, I'm going to try to. I've jumped around quite a bit. I didn't bring my notes down here because I, I want the Holy Spirit to do what he needs to do for us, to excite us about this word. Let me tell you something. Every letter in the Hebrew alphabet was given by God. It has, it's a, has a reason. Does God do anything just because he does it? Come on. Everything he does has purpose. Perfect purpose together. The Bible is intelligently designed. 66 books, over 40 authors, over 2,000 years that preach the same message. Come on. <laughs> When somebody attacks the authority of the word, you say, you don't know the word. You've never read it like we have. And we're reading it now. We're going to dig into it. We're going to find out about every letter. What, what is about this letter? God spoke and it came in. He breathed. Do you know that? By the breath of the, of the Lord, the heavens and the earth were created. Oh, did you know that the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is hey? Come on, 
help me with this. Go, go, hey. If you want to put your hands up, you can do it, you know. Go, no, come on. Don't be afraid. No, it's not hey. That's a, that's, that's a Texas. That's Texas. You go, hey. God created everything that exists by the breath of his mouth. I haven't created anything by the breath of my mouth except bad breath, I guess, sometimes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's amazing? That word of God, by the word of God, breath, hearing, word, together. You can't separate the word and hearing from one another and the name because the name is to see to see him, right? Shema, to hear is to see, see the name. Name means Shem, Baruch ha Shem, name. Name means destroy chaos. Hallelujah. You don't see if you study it, this gets exciting because everything hangs together. Glory to God. (laughs) Speak fast, okay. So the question is what are we hearing? What are we hearing? And, and, and I found this in Job. You know, most of you know Job, right? I don't mean you know him personally. He's been gone for a while. <laughs> Let's see. Nita, do you know him? No. <laughs> She's a friend of mine, let me tell you. She prays for me. <laughs> She's responsible for everything that happens here. <laughs> um, But Job had three friends, and the three friends uh, told him about God and why he was going through what he was going through. And then Job began to tell about God. And then God began to tell all of them something. So read, I I don't have time to read the 38th chapter of Job. But he, he says, God says to Job, Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? (laughs) Tell me something. Anybody smart here? We got some, don't call me a theologian. Don't call me smart. Just call me Brother Charles. Hallelujah. Saved by grace. Saved by grace and uh, open to the move of the Spirit of God because he knows everything and will lead me into all the truth and what he shows to me and I share with others. It will glorify Jesus. It will not glorify someone else. Hear that. (laughs) Where were you? Hey, Doug, where were you when I laid the foundation? (laughs) I would say, ah, I have no words. Talk about babble. That's what that is, babble. So then after Job got, okay, then 42nd chapter. Then Job answered the Lord and said, now Job has been corrected, right? He says, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You asked, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? (laughs) Who is this who speaks what they don't know? (laughs) I'm raising my hand. How about you? I'm raising my hand. (laughs) If God asked me that, I'd say, yes, I've said a lot of things I did not know. Nobody else raised their hand. Oh, boy. Woo. 
Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand. Job's saying, I've said something I did not understand. Things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said, I will question you, and you shall answer me. Then Job said, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. I heard of you by what these other people were saying. I heard of you what they say of you in the seminary. And I don't call it a seminary because most seminaries I know are really cemeteries. And I'm serious. They talk about higher criticism. That is ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to get on that. By the grace of God. (laughs) They tell you that that Moses did not write the Torah and Jesus said he wrote the Torah. Who are you going to believe? Well, when you take a test, you say, okay, J, E, P, and D. You know, you tell them about that. I learned that from you. I will regurgitate what you gave me. That's what I did. I gave them back what they gave me, and when I left, I got rid of it. I'm serious. I'm I'm sorry. But this is the problem that we're having now. The problem that we have in this denomination right now and across most denominations is they do not respect the authority of the Word of God. They do not accept that it is what God has said. And God doesn't change his mind, if you understand what I mean. He can can say, I'm going to kill you. And you say, please don't. He says, okay, I'll change my mind. I won't. That's the scripture. But you understand what I'm saying. Are, are you glad? <laughs> I'm really glad, yeah. <laughs> I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. Now, see, this is different than what we're talking about, right? We're talking about hearing of the ear from someone else. And then he says, But now my eyes see you. It's about the hearing that is able to see. That's what he's talking about. Remember, hearing, Shema, see, right, the name. And when you look at name, it means destroy chaos, the name, see the name. We see. Do you see what I mean? That's an expression we use. That's the same concept, okay. And so it was after the Lord had spoken these words to Job that the Lord said to Eliphaz, the Tiamat, My wrath is aroused against you and your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Whenever you speak something that is contrary to the nature and character of God, you are taking God's name in vain. Do you hear this? So when you say, well, I don't think this is any good here. I don't, I don't, you you may not understand it because just because you don't understand it does not make it real and perfect. If you listen to someone else tell you what it says, I'm not telling you what I'm reading to you the word of God. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I want to tell you what has already been done. He has saved you by his grace. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. Okay, so, so now he's going to talk to them. He said, now therefore, he's talking to the, the three buddies. 
Take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my servant Job and offer up the, for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job shall pray for you. <laughs> I love it. <coughs> they gave him all kinds of ice. Now you've got to take the sacrifices to him and let him pray for you. And the prayer that he prays for you, he's going to an- God, I'm going to answer that prayer because I'm going to be able to hear the prayer because Job is the one who's asking the prayer. Whoo! Isn't that a marvelous? That is something. It says, so Eliphaz and the Tiamite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Maathite went and did as the Lord commanded them, for the Lord had accepted Job. And the Lord restored, this is a good part. Well, it's all good, isn't it? <laughs> and the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. The Lord restored the losses of Job when he prayed for his friends. And I want you to read this. This is just, we're already past our time, aren't we? Hmm. No? Okay. No. (laughs) Well, I won't get up there. (laughs) God restored Job's losses. But he did not double his family. Do you know why? You know, I'm learning. I shouldn't ask you that dumb question like that because I know the answer. Maybe you don't know the answer. Does anybody know the answer? This is what Job said in verse in chapter 19. He said. For I know, (laughs) I can't sing, but I love this. My Redeemer lives. You remember that song? And he shall stand at the last on the earth and shall, and after my skin is destroyed, this I know that in my flesh I shall see God. Glory to his holy name. Isn't God marvelous? God is marvelous. God is so marvelous. So what are you hearing? What are you hearing today? You heard some guy scream and yell. (laughs) I got excited because our God is someone to get excited about. He knew us. He knew us. Born again before the foundation of the world's. Every head on our hairs on our head is every hair on our head is numbered. My inventory is going down daily. <laughs> Isn't that glory? <clears throat> oh, you're up here. Okay. <laughs> oh man. So I wanna. I know it's a little long, but see, if you have any complaints, you know Doug's number. <laughs> This only happens once in a while. I don't have to preach every week. It's different if you don't have to preach every week. Believe me, I've done it for a lot of years. But in, the, in John, I want to conclude with this word in John. And it's in the 10th chapter, verse 28. Well, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. 
and I give them eternal life. And they shall never, say that, say never. never. No, say it like this, never. never. Ah, perish. perish. You shall never perish. When you fall down and do the wrong thing, it's okay. He will pick you up and you will never perish. Glory to God. And I give them eternal life and they will, shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. And my Father has them in his hands also. And anyone means you. You can't jump out of his hand if he's got you in there. Glory to God. Woo! See, let's begin to live like people who are free, free of the law, free of the burden of all that garbage, and know that the sanctifying presence of God will correct us, hallelujah, but it will not cause us to lose our salvation, hallelujah. We are a people full of grace, full of mercy. We reach out to all those who are down, those who are who don't understand their gender, who are all caught up in that stuff, right? And we pray for them that God will open their eyes to see and deliver them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you ready to sing? Yes. Woo! You heard it today. You don't have to respond here, but respond somewhere. Respond to God. Let that presence come alive again. Hear his voice. You know, part of what happens to us is we get caught up in bad relationships and we, we have unforgiveness. You won't go to hell because you don't forgive, but you will be miserable. If you're born again... You can't lose that. I believe that. Now, I can show you where it's in here. I know. Yeah, if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. Okay, that's true. And, you, and you'll be turned over to the tormentors. So forgive so you can be free, right? You know, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. <laughs> Come on now. Well, I just want you to be free. I want us to be full of the glory of God and the presence of God, the light of the, the Lord, the excitement that he dwells within me. He has tabernacled in me. Amen. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.